Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. I appreciate you joining me again today on our chapter day journey. We're in 2 Samuel chapter 6, and it was verse 20 that resonated with me. It says, when David returned home to bless his household, Michael, daughter of Saul, came out to meet him and said, how the king of Israel has distinguished himself today going around half naked in full view of the slave girls of his servants as any vulgar fellow would. (laughs) Today's podcast is entitled Michael in Perspective. Writing plays has been a great learning experience for me over my journey. One of the creative challenges that I've had to embrace is that every character in a play has a unique voice that comes from a backstory the audience will never know or see. If I'm going to write a character well, then I have to understand that character's story, their person, their perspective. I've come to believe that I must really love each character, even the unlovable ones, if I am going to give them their true and authentic voice and words. You know, I've always said that God's message changes every time I read it, not because it changes, but because I change. My circumstances change. I'm at a different waypoint on life's road since the last time I read it. And as I read today's chapter, I suddenly realized that I was reading it through the eyes of a playwright. I've always read this chapter and focused on David's undignified worship. But today I found myself focused on Michael's rebuke of her husband. I've always, uh, confess, I've always read Michael's words and thought, sheesh, what a wench. This time through, however, my playwright's brain began asking what was really going on between Michael and David. There's a larger backstory there. Michael and David seem to have been those people who had the seeds of affection, but they were doomed never to take root. So let's just go through concisely the story. Michael had a young girl's crush on the young stud warrior, David, who killed Goliath. Michael's father, King Saul, sought to wed her to David, not because he wanted what was best for his daughter, but because he saw that she could be used as his pawn in a desire to follow the Michael Corleone playbook of keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Michael obviously was not well-loved by her father. He saw his daughter as a snare for his enemy. Despite any teenage affections between them, David initially rebuffs being betrothed to Michael on the grounds that he wasn't worthy to marry the king's daughter. So I wonder how that made her feel. Well, Saul then goes to David and gives him a price of earning his betrothal to Michael by bringing him 100 Philistine foreskins. Gross, I know. It was a brutal time in history. Well, Saul figured David would get killed in the attempt, but instead David brings him back 200 Philistine foreskins to claim Michael. I wonder how she felt about that. Pissed off and humiliated, Saul tries to assassinate David, but his newly betrothed wife, Michael, helps him escape out a window. Good for her. But then David flees the area for many years, abandoning Michael in the home of her mentally ill father. So Saul marries Michael off to another man. Now, fast forward many years later, 
David shows up, the conquering hero. And in a relational and political power play, David demands that Michael be returned to him. So Michael is then ripped away from the man she had been married to and made a home with. She is forcibly taken to be with David, who by this time already has at least two other wives. While Michael's husband follows in tears, begging that he not be separated from her. So I wonder whom Michael truly loved. Was it her husband who was begging in tears not to lose her, or the man who rejected and abandoned her and was now demanding her like she was a piece of impersonal property in a spoil of war? We're told that Michael had no children until the day of her death, and I am ashamed to confess that in my ignorance, I have in the past always seen this as a fact some kind of divine punishment for Michael. But, you know, I can't see that that way now. I hurt for her and the difficult circumstances in which she was placed by her culture, by her father, by her betrothed young husband who treated her with indifference and contempt. As I begin to see what a messed up family system David creates as a tragically flawed husband and father, I begin to contemplate if Michael's barrenness may have ultimately been for her best. Michael's rebuke of David's actions may have seemed inappropriate on the surface of things, but in the quiet this morning, I see how they may have been motivated by feelings of abandonment and rejection and anger and bitterness. Given the circumstances and the backstory, I see why there was so much conflict between the two of them. The story of David and Michael is a tragedy. I just wish David would have been man enough and loving enough to allow Michael to live out her life in peace with the only man in her life who ever really seemed to love her. I hope you have a great day, my friend. We'll see you back here tomorrow.